Warning, the Fetish Finesse with Nisi show contains audio with adult language and sexual content. It is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18 and may not be suitable for all adults. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, this is Nisi. Thank you for tuning in this evening to the Fetish Finesse with Nisi, brought to you on He Said What Radio Network. I am your host, Nisi. And if you're wondering what this show is about, let me tell you. I found it incredibly important that everyone find peace with who they are and what it is they love. As for me, I love being able to educate people on every bit of intimacy beyond beyond taboos. And you know in this world we have a lot of taboos about sex, guys. This show is for the grown and sexy. So if you have any questions, please be sure to call in during my Ask Nisi segment that starts at 945. The number to call is 515-602-9647 and press 1. Tonight's topic is about boring sex. Yay! That makes my nipples hard. Yay! Boring sex plus more. If you are looking to advertise on the show, please send your email with the subject info at he said what network.com. Make sure you follow me on IG at fetish underscore finesse, as well as the network at he said what radio. Humans have superpower. They get wet without water. They bleed without injury. They can make boneless hard. It can make a human eat without cooking. Humans that invest in themselves tend to go farther. Fetish finesse is a form of sexual desires in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object, item, or clothing, and a part of the body. Finesse is doing it in a delicate and subtle manner. Yes. Okay, let's get started, guys. Boring sex. I came up with the thing of laws of attraction pyramid. Okay, so I can break all the way down about the boring sex. As I stated earlier, this show is about being educated. Boring sex is like 99.2% with the pandemic going on. Sex is either going to make or break you. Okay, so let's get into it. Boring sex. Boring sex is really about people having different feelings. No, I don't want to do that. Mm, we do it the same way. Mm, they don't feel the same no more. Uh, 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 uh. Get it together, guys. Synergy, the synergy is coming together and that cooperation between two people. A lot of times companies use the word synergy because the thing is with synergy, it's just a form of doing what's best for the company. So with the synergy of your relationship, your sexual relationship, you have to have that cooperation. He give a little, you give a little. He give a little, you give a little. If he want, if he want a blowjob and that's all he want, give it to him. What is the damn problem? It's, it's, it's your man. Man, if she want a little licky lick, give it to her. It's your boot thing. I don't understand. And that goes for, like, same thing as sex. Sex don't have to be boring, guys. It really doesn't. And the thing about the synergy, and I'm just saying what's best for everybody that's involved, you're in tune with each other. And I ain't saying every day is going to be, like, perfect. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying getting in tune and opening up that communication. That's what we call what? Dialogue. Open up the communication. Maybe you want her to suck a little harder. Hell, tell her. She ain't no mind reader. Maybe you want him to lick a little softer. Tell him. 
He ain't no mind reader. And the thing about that is that when you start doing that, you start bridging. You start bridging that gap between you guys, okay? And the thing about a bridge, you got to set that bridge on a foundation. So if you don't start that dialogue and that communication with each other, guess what? Your bridge is going to damn crumble. And we all know bridges do crumble. I don't give a damn how much or how thick that damn cement is, it's going to damn crumble. So the dialogue, talk. Open your damn mouth. Nobody's a, we are grown people. Nobody is a mind reader, especially when you're raising kids and you have your career. Dialogue. Build that bridge, guys, between each other because at the end of the day, you guys came first. Then you start adding the kids. Then you start adding the dogs. And then you start adding the mother-in-law, the father-in-law, and go on and on and on with the family members. But you got to understand it all started with you guys. Dialogue. Build your bridge. You think about him, you think about her. You become partners. And then at the end of the day, guess what? Your spirit comes in. That goes back to what I tell you all the time about Tangrid. See how everything is just come together? All of this is just one big circle. But you got to start somewhere, okay? And it's called binding your force. Binding your force of love. You have your common vision together. You make your plan for each other. You do your togetherness. You have to make time for each other, and that's going to increase and have that positive energy for both of you guys. Okay, let's get into the boring sex part of it. I'm done preaching now, I think. No, I'm not. I ain't going to stop lying to you guys. Okay, there is no such thing as boring sex. A lot of times people, after they get like if they get married and they've been together for so long or been in a relationship for so long, they start to feel some kind of discomfort because they feel like they've done everything with their partner. And no, they haven't. And sometimes they just fall out of love or they don't have that they don't have that emotional connection, those feelings anymore. That goes back to me saying, build that bridge, establish that bridge. And a lot of times you bring a lot of relationship tension to the table, you have anxiety from your job. Sometimes we get depressed because maybe we've lost our job. Nobody knows that. Nobody's a mind reader. That goes back to building that bridge and talking to your partner, and you got to close in that dialogue. Boring sex also. A lot of times women, we are, what, 90% of this. We will settle for him being boring. But we'll complain to our girlfriends about it. He's not a mind reader here. He thinks he's laying pipe. I mean, I'm just saying, he thinks he's laying hard pipe, so it, it, it is what it is. Well, I came up with some terms. Let me just say this real quick. I came up with some terms about the differences on what we're going to call our body parts. Vagina is going to be big wagon, and the reason why I say big wagon, because the vagina can hold a lot of things and it can exhale a lot of things. Okay, your penis is going to be hard still. What is three inches, four inches, six inches, eight inches, ten inches, it still can get hard, okay? And we'll get on to the anal, but the anal is going to be juicy juice, because if you ever get into anal sex, you'll realize it get real mucusy. That's on down the line, guys, so just keep that in mind, Okay. Most of the time in relationships, we're going to do the bare minimum because we get comfortable and we're thinking we got it. You don't have it. The longer you've been there, the more you have to work hard because you don't want to get comfortable. Um, if it looks good to you, it's going to look good to somebody else or somebody else going to be on your stuff. And then when you do get comfortable, you start having what I call the vanilla sets. The vanilla sets is two positions, missionary and a side. Boring. Why would you do that to each other? You're just going to get your little nut and go on about your damn business. That don't do me no good. You don't know what kind of mood I'm in, okay? And then sometimes as women, we're preoccupied with everything everybody else needs. And a lot of times we put our needs on, on the back end. And when we do that, guess what we do? We become angry. Then we're mad at him because we think he ain't taking care of our needs. But did you tell him what you need? So that's that's another thing. Also, when we get into the thing what I call the whining baby syndrome to where we were whining, we were nagged, but he's not a mind reader. You decide to do all these errors. Hell, share the work. You guys, you was one, he was one. When you got married or you tend to hook up or live together, you became a team, you became a partner. So share 
the love. And also, guys, when you're doing your aura with the um, big wagon, be mindful on how you're licking on her because a lot of women say they don't like aura. And the reason why they don't, because you you take your tongue and you will go real hard on it. And the thing about it, when uh, when you go hard like that, it hurts. It really hurts. So you have to be mindful on what you're doing. If she says she don't like something, ask her why, okay? And a lot of times it is okay to switch up and not do it the same way. Let me give you a prime example. It's seven days in a week. Most people say hmm, to keep a happy marriage or keep a happy partnership, you have to at least do it three days, three to four days out the week. Um. Not true. Seven days out of a week, five days. You have to give it five days. Let me break down on five days. The first day, you might just fuck. The second day, we're going to go back into tantric. We just hold each other. The third day, I just want strictly intimacy. The fourth day, I'm going to give it to you the way you want it. The fifth day, we're going to end it up with some nasty-ass shit together, okay? Them two days, we're going to take care of everybody else. And I'm just being honest about it. So that three to four days does not work. Or I'm just too busy. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not too busy. So... A lot of times women, we holler, I just want him to make love to me. Well, sometimes he might just want to fuck, 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 fuck. It is okay. That don't mean that you that, that you are cheap or, matter of fact, hell, let's be honest. Why not be cheap for him? Because if you're not, he'll find somebody else that will. And let's just be honest about sex. So many people got all these hang-ups about, like, how it's supposed to be. There is, and they don't mind or say there's no book because they, they write a lot of books. Every book out there might not pertain to you and your book. Everybody is different. But I'm just saying if you just try different things and you come across, like, and if you start being open-minded and not always turn down different ideas that's brought to the table, you will be surprised on the type of response you get outside the bedroom. All of this right here comes together. It's just like one big circle, one big circle. And that's what I call just being honest about sex with your partner and just the, the, the sex drive, if you don't, have a sex drive, go to the doctor and see what's wrong with you. Because I don't understand, or most people don't understand, how would you sleep in a bed with your partner every night and not crave them, not spoon, not hold their hand sometime when you're sleeping, or even just sometimes if you do have a relationship book, if you want to share something with your partner, be butt-ass naked. He butt-ass naked. Y'all in the bed, read to him. He going to listen because you butt-ass naked. He know after he listened to you and engaged in conversation with you, he know at the end of that, it's going to be some, he going to get him some good good. You understand what I'm saying? So with all of that, it comes all the way back full circle. Just putting forth that effort, that dialogue. That establishing that bridge, closing in that that what they call it the closed loop communication is what is really what it's called closed loop communication, like closing all your gaps and making sure each one of you understands the need that is is put on the table, the need that is given. Like I understand your needs, you understand my needs. And, okay, on Monday, your needs is going to be met on Tuesday. I want you to meet my needs. And then it just taking turns. That way you won't get into the selfishness, the selfishness love. You'll always be a selfless love towards your partner, okay? Now, I'm going to break down some of the different type of sets that I think. You got your normal sets. Your normal set, hmm, two days a week, barely even kissing. Your nasty sex is when you just maybe come home from a 12-hour shift and you don't even make it to the shower and you're on the floor with your partner. And that is nasty sex. 
because you've been marinating, he's been marinating. It don't matter. You're nasty and you're stinking and you're getting through it. Yes, stuff like that really makes my nipple hard, okay? Then you get into your freaky sex. You might be outside somewhere. You might be outside at Walmart, and you realize, damn, he was looking good in them jeans. And you ain't make it home. You out in the car. And you're just doing nasty stuff and you're taking it back high school, that high school level. And let me tell you something, when you do it like that, I guarantee you two days from now, he'll call you on his lunch break and be like, ooh, you was nasty as hell. And you'd be like, I sure was, boo. And you just give it to him. Surprise him sometimes like that. Surprise her sometimes like that. Bondage. I know a lot of people are apprehensive about bondage, but bondage is bondage is nice. I get into bondage. I, a lot of people get into bondage. Bondage is nice, but bondage also can be sensual. You can make it sensual. You can set the scene. You can explain to your partner what's going on. You can demonstrate to your partner what's going on because most people are apprehensive. I don't think they'd be like, well, you're not going to whoop me. No, 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 no. Stinking is good. Choking is good. Pinching the nipples is good. You know, those things are good. That's not a bad thing, especially when you know what you're doing and your partner is on top of it, okay? The one-night stands, I don't, I don't really believe in those too tough, especially with HIV being such at a high level, and I think now uh, herpes and syphilis is out there. One-night stands is, is crazy, just like being on the dating sites and stuff like that. That's sort of crazy because you don't never know who you're dealing with. I really do think that people, the relationship, if you could find a decent guy and you're a decent woman and you just get into the relationship of it, that's nice. Those one-night stands is sort of dangerous um, with, in today's society where everybody being so mean-spirited. You don't know if people are going to set you up for, you know, for the okie-doke. You just really never know how it's going to be. Self-satisfaction first, you know. Um, let's get into that a little bit. Before you become two, people need to really understand that one. How can you, as a man, or a woman, tell your partner what you like if you never experience it. I think that's unfair. Like, you can't tell me you don't like certain things. Why you don't like it? Have you ever done it? No. But what what puts you in a position to say you don't like it? A lot of times what people get to the smells, the smells of of that person. If you don't like a person's smell, that goes back to their closed loop communication, that dialogue, building that bridge. Have that conversation because different smells can be a turn off and that person might not even know they got some kind of stench going on. So it's unfair for you not to communicate that. Uh a lot of times boring sex leads to um because most people have those insecurities. You might not be the 120-pound lady or man you were when they met you 10 years ago. Hell, they don't give a damn about that. Show all them stretch more. You don't have this man babies. Hell, you got a beer belly. You deserve a beer if you're working a hard job. It doesn't matter. People get so hung up on things to me that doesn't matter in society to where you make you make it so hard. And I just don't, people just don't understand. Let me just break it down. Sex is so beautiful, especially when you have it with the right partner. It makes you crave it, and you don't want nothing else. You go from A to Z, and you're doing it. You're doing everything from A to Z. It's so beautiful. People People have made something that God created and made it into a chore. They made it into something that's nasty, that's bad, because they believe in, you know, what society say or the way they grew up. And sex is beautiful. Love making is beautiful. Fucking is beautiful. All of that is beautiful. All that's up on one umbrella is beautiful. But people, it's, it's the way you come at it. It's the way you treat it. It's the way you, like, engage in it with your partner. 
It don't have to be bad. That can be the the best thing ever in life. And a lot of times when you see people that's married and they're not having it on a regular, a lot of times some women, especially like women of that have good careers or whatever, they just want kids out of it. They can care less. You find a lot of situations like that, like a range-type situation, and they're going to just get into the routine sets to where they're not trying nothing else because they just want it. They they just want kids, and they don't want nothing else, and you go about your business, you can have your girlfriend, you can do this, you can do that. No, 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 no. Don't set yourself up for the okie-doke. A lot of times when you say sex is boring, go back to the basics because it was something about this person that caught your eye, that grabbed your attention, and you found that this person was very attractive. So in the beginning, the first six months of the first year, I mean, you couldn't get enough. Go Sometimes you just got to go back to the basics. You got to get out of your comfort zone. You got to let your guard down. Okay, then you don't got older. So go ahead and start sharing your secrets. Start sharing your, your fear of, hey, I thought about this, what we can do, but I didn't know how you would feel. So don't feel, don't have a fear of your rejection. Because a lot of times your partner ain't going to, your partner won't reject you. They probably have to be like, I was thinking about that shit too. So you just never know what the hell you're dealing with. You got to open up and have those that closed-loop communication, that dialogue, bridging the gap, setting that damn foundation for sex. Sex don't have to be boring, guys. It don't. I promise you it don't have to be boring. Show, your, show that vulnerable side of you. It is okay. Tell your partner, hey, when you do this, this hurts. It makes me feel uncomfortable. But give another suggestion. Hey, let's try to do it this way. Let's do it that way. It is it is okay. It is okay to modify what you've been doing for the last 15 years. If you've been doing it for the last 15 years and it's making you feel some kind of way, it is okay to modify that. And a lot of times, too, when we are with our partner and we've been there for so long, we tend to, he's downstairs watching the game, she's upstairs, we're going to bed at different times and stuff. Stop that, guys. Stop it. Go to damn bed at the same time. Or if you ain't ready to go to sleep, go upstairs and get you some Nikki. Go upstairs and fuck, get nasty, whatever it is you're going to do. And then you come back downstairs. I'm saying at the end of the day, you still have to satisfy each other. Sex is a beautiful thing. Now, the advantages of the advantage of getting out of your boring sex life is your reconnection. You you taking the time to reconnect with your partner. You taking the time to see, like, damn, I really, I really. I miss this about this person, you know. And the thing about it is you find different ways to do foreplay. It's a team effort. You have date nights. And a lot of times that person might be the person that leads the way all the time. Now, here, you get to show them I'm a freak ass motherfucker too. So, you know, excuse my language, but I'm just being honest. So now you're taking turns. And you and, and you showing this person what turns you on. You're grabbing this person's hand and letting them lead. you leading them how they're supposed to touch you and this and that. And I guarantee you, ladies, if you do that with a man, he is not going to stop. He's going to be like, okay, then, and then something else. Hell, develop an alter ego. We all got one. Mine's Nietzsche. Beyonce is what? Sasha Fierce or whatever. We all got an alter ego. You don't have to be the same person every day. When you go to your job, you be that person. When you have kids, you be the mom. When you got to deal with outside family, the, the third part of family, you deal with that. But when you come down to your husband, be something that he wants. Or when it comes down to your wife, guys, be something that that she wants. And you can try role playing. You put on different wigs, makeup, different perfume. You can just, you can, sometimes you can just do, you can give all stimulation to each other every night. And that might not even lead to sex and stuff. And I'm going to tell you something, women. When you're doing your or, do not forget your buddies down there. Them two, them two, them two nut bags, don't forget them. And I'm just being honest. When you when when you sucking on that hard steel, do not forget your buddies down there because those are very nice to lick on. Guys like that, 
your, your husband would love when you teabag him. I promise you. Some women say it's nasty, whatever. If you got hair now and them, show him how to shave it. A shave, it, that's the most sexy thing. Shave for him so he don't cut himself. And as you shave and you get all the hair off in the shower, you start licking. I promise you he'll like it. And sometimes it is okay to, when I, I'm talking about the closed loop communication, it is okay sometimes not to be so conservative with your conversation. It's okay to get gutted with it. You can curse. You say all kind of nasty stuff. That's your partner. You behind closed doors. Who else going to hear you? A lot of times women say, well, I don't want to talk like that in front of them. That's a lie. Listen here. I want you to do blah, 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 blah. That's what I want you to do. That's what I like. I want to try. I want you to try something different. Sometimes I want you to pull my hair and talk nasty to me and get a little rough with me. That is okay to do that. And it's okay also to masturbate each other and not let it lead to you penetrating. And the thing about it, you can lay there, his hand on you, your hands on him, and you're just going for it. You are just going for it. And then another thing, women, we always talk about the um, G-spot. And I don't know that a lot of times you know that we have a A-spot. And it's right behind your cervix. And you take your little finger and you go there and you put a little pressure to it. Well, I'm going to get into orgasm and stuff later on down, but you put a little pressure to it, and that will give you the best orgasm. A lot of women say they don't know anything about squirting. If you learn how to do that, you will squirt. And I'm just being honest with you about that. Um, It is that orgasm, that cervical orgasm, it is like... um, (laughs) Oh, Lord, makes my nipples hard. But anyway, that cervical orgasm uh, stimulates your nerves. And those are the nerves that a lot of times, like when you have your your monthly, if you're still having your monthly, you know how sometimes you be real horny on it or doing it or right afterwards? That's what that, that's what that ace body is. And nobody, a lot of doctors don't talk about it, but I would suggest, especially right before when you're ovulating, right before you come on your cycle, you take your finger and go up behind your cervix and put that pressure, and I guarantee you you'll squirt. Um, this, the cervical orgasm, feels the same as your anal. And like I said, um, we'll get into the anal We'll get into the anal sex later on because that goes in such depth and such detail that a lot of people um, say that they don't do anal, but it's a technique that you do before you even get to that point so it won't be so painful and it help you get used to it. And that's something that I talk later on down the line um, to you guys about. But I guarantee you, your cervix um, will help you squirt when you're doing your A-spot. That is the best shit you can ever experience as a woman. And that's just how I do. And a lot of times that if you don't understand it, when you do go for, go for your, like your yearly, you can ask your doctor about it. A lot of times they might want to explain to you, then sometimes they don't. But that's something also that you can acquire through us. Our radio station with me, um, you can call in or you can just leave a question about that, and I can go into more depth, more details with you about that because that is something I tell most women on how to get word on when they're saying that they never experienced the squirting part of it. And uh, women, you, what you fail to realize, men love that. It makes them feel like they've done something wonderful for you, but not knowing that you're the one that initiated that. And um, that's about it on that. Closed-loop communication, I'm still going to always go back to that because that's going to help you with your partner and your sex life and getting it it out of that boring track. Um, Foreplay. Foreplay is, is a must. Five days a week, having sex different ways. Um, 
making time for each other. Women masturbate. Men love when you masturbate in front of them and uh, play with yourself, pinching your nipples, playing with yourself, just enjoying your body. And eventually, after he get tired of watching, he will join in. Um, sometimes you can pull your own hair, especially when it gets to a point where he wants to start pulling your hair. Pull your own hair to get a feel of what strength that you like. I'm saying all this to say do yourself first before he does you so you can teach him. Okay? Thank you. I'm Jay Rose, and I am going to share with you a poem titled, Let's Fuck. Baby, let's fuck. Yeah, you heard me right. I said let's fuck. So fuck all the rose petals, candles burning, making love type shit, because I'm trying to fuck. I'm talking about that ass grabbing, hair pulling, dirty talking in my ear type of fuck. That bend me over the kitchen sink while the water's still running type of fuck. That stick your fingers in my mouth while you stroking it down type of fuck. So fuck all the rose petals, candles burning, making love type shit cause I'm trying to fuck. None of that ever so lightly nibbling down my neck. Let me really see what that mouth do. That ravish me whole while you're licking my juices from your fingertips type of fuck. Tongue flicks mixed with tongue twist and quivering hips type of fuck. Don't bother pressing play on that playlist. Instead, press record because I'm ready for my close-up type of fuck. So fuck all the rose petals, candles burning, making love type shit, baby, because I'm trying to fuck. Save the formalities for that polite sex you had with your ex. Give me that makes me question what sins are type of fuck. That shit that makes you slap, squeeze, choke, and spit. Just enough to soak the sheets or the counter or the back seat type of fuck. Don't stare into my eyes while you hit my G-spot. Make them roll into the back of my head while you hit my A to Z-spots type of fuck. Have me reading my thoughts like my own issue of hustler type of fuck. So fuck all the rose petals, candles burning, making love type shit cause I'm trying to fuck. No need to stop for drinks after work. I've got the spirit stirring inside of me. Just hurry the fuck home cause baby, I'm trying to fuck. What's up? And that's my piece. Thank you. And if you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can follow me on Instagram at my underscore crumbled underscore thoughts. And I'm J Rose. Thank you. All right, guys, we're back. I am Nisi. Okay, I love that poem. Let's fuck. I'm telling you, it makes my nipples hard. Okay, and you're locked into Fetish Finesse with Nisi. If you would like to call in with questions, dial 515-602-9647 and press 1. Okay. Also, you can submit your question anonymously on www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com. Okay? Um, I can be reached at IG, fetish underscore finesse. Okay? And um, also, I want to go ahead and say this before the question starts. I will be on Bravo, guys. Yay! May the night. Married to Madison. I will be appearing on that particular episode. Yes. Okay, so please tune in. Also, um, with the questions, guys, you can also do the email. If you just don't want to call in and you're just listening, you can do the Ask Nisa at he said what, Um, 
you can advertise on the show, so you can send in your um your questions about advertisement, or you can call in and ask about advertisement. This is a radio um network that um is more of entertainment and more, and it is a network uh, broadcasting platform that brings you entertainment, your sports coverage, music showcase, and transparent um, conversations, and so much more. Um, This is a network that's very cool. The team is very cool, very supportive. Everybody support each other. Everybody, you know, it's just like it's like one big happy family, truth be told. And I couldn't ask for more, much more. And um, I appreciate the network actually giving me a voice and let me be let me be heard because it took so long to to get here. I just wanted to say that. And so let me get back. I want to say something else about the boring set. If you have a partner that's giving you resistance, like the couch potato type or not really hearing you type, at that point, and you're trying to do the closed-loop communication, at that point, you have to ask yourself, where are you going with this? Is this a person that you want to be with five years from now? You've been here for 15. You've been here for 10. Um, The kids are getting older. What about your happiness? Do you go to counseling? Is it some kind of sexual dysfunction that they're having, especially when as we get older, you know, we start we start taking meds and just um just the everyday stress of life. But what you what people fail to realize is that sex is such a common factor. Sex is such a stress reliever, just the idea of feeling the touch of somebody else's hands on your back, your thighs, your legs, just the idea of feeling somebody's lips on the back of your neck, the front of your neck, the forehead kiss, lady. You know that's just like one of the most sensual kisses you can get. Women, when you're rubbing his back, you're putting lotion on him after he get out the shower, you're just helping him, those little suggestions you you don't understand, helps out so much, and it brings you so close to each other because not only are you having sex, you're you are showing your partner the tantric. You're showing your partner intimacy. You're showing your partner, hey, I got you, and there's nothing in this world that I won't do for you. When you start turning down everything that your partner put on the table, it will make them feel like, do they really want to be with me? What is going on? Because every time you ask for something, no, I don't like that. How you know you don't like it? Hell, when did you try? Because you didn't try it with me. So it's just more or less like you have to get into this softness of everything with your partner. It is okay to show them that. It is okay to meet them at the door when they're walking in and, and grab the suitcase or the lunch the lunch box. It's okay, ladies, to have a shower and, and the soap and all his stuff laid out for him. It is okay to wash his hair if he got dreads and whatever it is going to make him. What you do is you get into this place where you you start wondering what soothes this person, and you get there. Men, you get into this place of where you start wondering what soothes her, and you get there. Because at the end of the day, if it wasn't for you two getting together, you wouldn't have had kids, you wouldn't have had a house, you wouldn't have had education, you know, the blended family. So why, so why would you just give all of that up? Because you are stubborn, or she's stubborn, and don't nobody want to like try. And and then you want to know why I don't want to be there. Hell no, I don't have to be there if you ain't trying. You got to try, guys. Close new communication, building that gap, building that bridge, setting that foundation. And that foundation, women, is sex for men. I'm going to be honest with you. If you give him nasty sex at least once a week, you give him a little intimacy, then sometimes you just fuck the shit out of him, believe me, it ain't nothing in this world he won't do for you. He ain't going to ask no question. If you say something, he ain't going to ask you when you want it done. He's just going to damn do it. You know why he's going to do it? Because he's going to think about two days from now, she's going to fuck the shit out of me. She's going to fuck my brains out. And it is okay. 
It is okay. And then another thing about it, women, stop talking. Stop talking about your sex life to other people because everybody got their girl. I don't see how you do that. Well, they're not married to your husband. They're not dealing with your partner. Do what you got to do to make your life right. Men, do what you got to do to make her happy. Hell, he might not want to spend, he might not even make enough money spending $800 on a pair of a pump. But if you know that's going to make your lady happy and you know you, you, you know you want her sucking on that hard stem from time to time and not just on vacation and special holidays, get them $800 pumps. I'm just saying the closed loop communication, building your bridge, and once that bridge is built and once that closed loop communication is done, make it stick. Don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. Don't get back into this boredom. You don't worth all this time to get here and to get you guys out of this bored state of mind. Don't get. Ladies, alter ego, baby. I don't care if you're 400 pounds. People think you got to be 120 pounds to be sexy. Let me tell you something. I've seen 120 pounds look like something else. But then I've seen a 300-pound uh, 300, 300 person that walks through the room and guess what? It looks like she got sun falling behind her. And she's turning head because confidence is something serious. So with all of that said, Alter ego, he ain't looking at you. He ain't looking at you. The the rose hanging on. Only thing he see is all of that in a G string, and he's gonna get up and follow your ass to wherever room you're in. I know it works. Believe me. So with all of that said, closed loop communication. Don't get comfortable. If you got a partner that's giving you resistance, then you got to try to you got to dig a little deeper and see why, because it may be a person that might not ever had anybody that just not, this person may have been in a relationship to where they never ever com, communicated about sex. They just did what they did, she did what she did, and they rolled over. And I, and I guarantee you it's like 60-70% of men that are like that because they think every woman likes the same damn thing. No, 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 no. I like, nipple, I like my nipples pinched. Hell, I like my ass pop. I might want you to spank me. I might want to be choked. My hair pulled. She went into that. You know, I said that last week, just because Rachel over here like it, that don't mean Sarah over here going to like it. So that's, you have to communicate. That closed-loop communication is what they call it, building your foundation, making sure your bridge is strong, that strong foundation, and you keep it. You don't get too comfortable and let it go. You keep that strong foundation. And you have to make that time. I don't care how many days of the week that you work. You have to make that time. You get home at 7, everything shuts down at 8.30. And that's going to, that's a whole nother topic that we'll talk about later on. Also, everything shuts down at 8.30. I don't care if you're having sex that night or not. I don't care if you're fucking that night or not. You have to get to a point where you, he might just want to be held. Men ain't going to tell you that, lady. She might want to be held. A woman will tell you that. Sometimes it's okay to say, hey, let me spoon with you. Let me hold you. Let me hold your hand. It's make him start feeling more comfortable. He'll start opening up. You know, men don't open up like that. But women, if you start treating him like that, he'll start opening up and be a little more. And then he might even start uh, sharing some of his fears about the sex, about what he's going through. Because, you know, they start having all kind of problems, and if he's going to, you know, meds or whatever, he might start having problems, you know, with the hard steel down there. So you got to give him a little push and make him feel secure. And, you know, it's okay to be submissive. It's okay to stroke his ego. Hell, it's your, it's your stuff. It's your booth. I ain't going to stroke his ego and let him know you ain't going nowhere. It is what it is. Um, men, when she does, when she's doing something different to her body, her hair, whatever, notice that. And tell her, hey, girl, you're looking good. You know, that will push her to want to do more because now she noticed that you know. And you might notice and you don't say nothing. That's 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 wrong thing to do with a woman. But one thing she'll say is that you're not paying attention to her. Then an argument stops. And then she ain't giving up no sex because you ain't, why should she spread her thighs to somebody that's not paying attention to her? So, all of this goes back, and it's just one big circle, like 285, closed-loop communication, bridging your gap, and making once you bridge that gap, that bridge, you make that foundation strong to where it won't crumble. 
you know, with us being in a pandemic and people at home, divorce rate has skyrocketed. And you, we don't have to be one of them. You don't have to be one of them. But you have to, sometimes it's okay to take it back basic. What was the thing that made you fall in love with this man or this woman? What was it that caught your eye about this person? It's okay to take it back to the basics. Why you fell in love? Do you still love this person enough to try? So with all of that said, it is 945, guys. The number to call is 515-602-9647 and press 1. If you have any question for Miss Nisi, yes. Just like set 
dead against not doing it. And those ones that are like that, really, it's a it's a technique that you can do. Um, like if you're doing like the oil with the hard steel, and when he gets there and you feel it hit you, you know you can just let it run out. And then you know you can slurp a little bit up, and you know you can just let it run, run down his shaft of the okay, hard steel. Okay. So you, can be that you understand what I'm getting girl. at, huh? I said you can be that nasty porno girl for him. Yes. All right. Um, yes. So you guys, uh, if you did catch it, go ahead and let it drip down the shaft, according to Miss Nancy, and. Um, he probably gonna want to bang you out after that, so just be prepared. <laughs> um, now, how do you open up more sexually without your partner thinking you're a hoe? Ooh. Hmm. Don't do it. Don't do a whole lot in the beginning. Gradually. You understand what I'm saying? You've been together for six months. At that point, you I start doing an or. You know, we'll have a uh, conversation and, you know, just put everything on the table because that's what grown people do. You remember I told you closed loop communication, uh-huh. yeah. bridging that gap? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, now, for those who are in relationships, active relationships, and you guys experience a setback, how do you get over something as infidelity? which could be holding you back from really opening up to your partner. Are you talking about, like, anything dealing with cheating or anything right, like uh-huh. that? That's what you're saying. Okay. You know what? Um, this is how I I personally view that. I don't know definitely if I would leave it all depends on, because everybody's situation is different, right? So if you've been there for a long period of time and it's just a lot and you still love this person and if you know you were doing in your heart, if you know you were doing everything you should do in your heart. Now, if you was at an eight with him, you know how you number your, your, you know, your, your, your sexual being with your partner, like one yeah. through 10, 10 being the highest. So if you know you was at an eight with him and that still wasn't good enough for his ass, take him back to one. He needs to earn all of that again. Take his ass back to preschool. Okay, preschool it is. Classes are session. Hmm? All right. <laughs> I say classes are session. So now let's, what about... What about a woman who she's a pleaser? She wants to go down on him, but he won't let her because he's also a pleaser. So he's always the one that's satisfying her. She doesn't get to actually go down and suck him off or, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, The thing about that is that why? Because a lot of times, you know, men have bad experiences with that, the reason why they don't like it. Do you realize that? Yeah. Like they might have a woman that used their teeth and they been cut up and and that type of stuff. So, hell no, he don't want to bite on him like that. So what you have to do is that you had a communication with him and then just demonstrate to him that you are a good head giver. Okay. Right. Head so, doctor. Okay. Head yes. doctor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then one of the questions that was submitted is why do men with big, hold on, wait, let me get the terms right, big hard feels think that women want them to automatically thrust it all in at once? Oh. Oh, you talking about when you dealing with somebody nine inches of belly? Yes, ma'am. And they got that thick well girth. Like Is that horse. what you're talking about? That real hung thick like girth. Hung like a horse. Hung like Mr. Ed. Yes, okay. Ma'am. What you do is you put your hands on it. You know that as you talking to him. And you're stroking him, and you let him know this is. You take your hands up to how much you want him to put in. So when y'all get down to the nitty gritty, are you coming together? You know, with the uh, big wagon. In a hard steel, if you feel like he's going too far, you take your hand and say, I told you don't do that. Because at the end of the day, you know a man can split you. 
and yes. they can split your peritoneum. And if it's too big, and if you're, if you split your peritoneum the correct way, you know you might have to go and have a couple of stitches put in. Oh no, man. And especially if he see you, if he's a banger. You know what I mean when I say a banger, I right? do, I do. I'm rough, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like to beat it up, make you bleed, make your period come down. Mm-hmm. I ain't All no right. damn meat. I ain't no piece of meat. I don't need to be tenderized. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in for Axe Nisi. I am your host, Simply Bree Nisi. Thank you so much for answering those questions. We have plenty more for next no week. No problem. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's this segment. So I'm gone. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Have a good weekend. Hi guys. Okay, we're back. Um, again, you're locked into the Fetish Finesse with Nisi. I appreciate everybody calling in, having questions. I appreciate you also just listening and giving me a voice. Um, if if you have any questions or think that you may um, want to call in, okay then. I see we got one caller, and uh, I'm gonna answer this call. <clears throat> Hello. Hey, I got a question. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I got a question. I, I got a, if a, so if a woman, you know, if a woman has had a past history of, you know, doing normal, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, 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 normal sex, right? And, and I say, you know, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's biblical, whether it's biblical or whatever, but you know, the, the, uh, you know, the basic, you know, man on top, you know, woman on the bottom. You know, missionary, missionary, and and you know, you trying you trying to expand horizons. You know, where where you know you, you know you 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 have an oral sex, and she's good at oral sex, and you, you know you have an oral sex. You know, you doing things differently than what she's used to. You know, you no know, brain, you no, know, and and you know, you're trying to incorporate some toys. You know, how 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 can I how can I put her at ease and let her know, babe, I understand what you went through, but I got you moving forward. I got you. No, just no, and and how 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 can I introduce her to things that she has not been introduced to because it's in her mind? No, because I mean because of her mind. Um, show her. Start off sort of at a um. Start off like real slow with her. When you're introducing toys, do something simple like a bullet. And then maybe two or three weeks later, you'll do something like a vibrating tongue, and then you go on and on and on at that point. And then just show her, but don't when you when you showing her, don't do it rough. Always be gentle because she's already at that point of, um, you know, she really don't know, and you just you don't want to scare her off because you do want her to get it. Absolutely. So just start off real gentle with her. Absolutely, I, I sure appreciate that. And no I got, problem. I, got, I, got, I thank you for I, I calling got, in. And I got her next to me listening, listening to what you're saying. <laughs> oh yeah, so, so, so. I hear her laughing. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. We and we just tried something. She and she said, "Hold tight, hold tight." And I was, just, I just wanted, to, I, I just wanted, I just wanted to. I appreciate you. Okay, thank you for calling in and tune in for next week too. Okay. Absolutely. I appreciate you. Okay, guys, 
Tune in for next week, another spicy show with FedEx Finesse with Nisi. You can call in at 515-602-9647 and press 1. You can also follow me on FedEx underscore Finesse. Uh, you can uh, do Ask Nisi at he said what network.com. I appreciate everything. Everybody be safe. Have a good weekend. Love you guys. Happy Mother Day, guys. <laughs>